You are listening to Awaken the Goddess. Join me, Trines, as I interview lightworkers who are bringing their gifts to the world for the upliftment of humanity. Listen to their inspiring stories of courage and dedication to follow their hearts and to manifest their dreams. Welcome to Awaken the Goddess. Thank you for joining us. Today, our special guest is Reverend Ami Jordan, the founder of Earth Angels Holistic Health Center, located in Cleveland, Ohio. Ami is an ordained minister, an internationally registered Reiki master and instructor. She is the founder of the Gatai Method. She is an educator and life coach, as well as an aroma touch wellness practitioner. Ami specializes in working with trauma survivors, spiritual development, and Reiki for humans and animals. She leads a women's meditation, a psychic development circle, various workshops and seminars. She has been coined the Reiki rock star because of her unique style in teaching energy work. Her life's work has been featured in several local magazines and on several local television and cable shows. Ami was formerly the co-host of the internet radio show, The Butterfly Effect, but she now offers guided meditations on her YouTube channel, Earth Angels Radio. To connect with Ami, please visit her website at earthangelsholistic.com. That's earthangelsholistic, with an H, dot com. And to keep up with the programs that are being offered at her center, you can visit their Facebook page at Earth Angels Holistic Health, LLC. Without further ado, here's Ami. Welcome to the show, everyone. We're here today with Ami Jordan. Hi, Ami. Thanks for having me, Trinace. Here we are in Earth Angels, which is a beautiful center. Tell me, what is it that you do here at Earth Angels? Well... The theory is we have a holistic health center, a wellness center for mind, body, and spirit. But in actuality, I like to think it's much more than that. You know, we open or have a space, a sanctuary for other women, especially in business, and as well as just inviting the community and those that need a place to heal to just be in a safe space. Now, why do you believe you were led to open this center? So my mother, my sister, and myself opened a business out of what people call a bucket list back in 1996 because my mother had was dealing with a type of cancer. Fast forward, you know, we decided after she made it and all of the tools that she used to get better, to surpass what was coming her way, we decided that's something we wanted to make available for everybody. And so we continued on and had a business in Tremont. And after she did pass away in 2013, I was left with a choice. And with that choice, Spirit showed me an opportunity being presented with this church that I eventually decided to renovate and create a sanctuary. I actually had a dream in, I think, 2009, and it's written about in a little book called uh, Just Beyond Dreams. When I walked in here, I said, this is it. This is the sanctuary. It's a beautiful location, and the energy as soon as you walk in is incredible. 
Now, you used to have a podcast, The Butterfly Effect, and I was actually a guest on that show. But it's no longer available, but you now have a channel on YouTube. So tell us about that. Yeah, so, yeah, I did a internet radio show, and that we lasted, we went for about a year, and I just decided that I wanted to focus on meditations. I do some live interviews and things like that that I put up on Facebook and cross-network around, but mostly Earth Angels Radio is focused on guided meditations. Now, at what age in your development in spirituality did you realize that you were different than most people around you? I suppose I always knew I was a little bit different. My family, I was blessed to be born into a family that had spiritual gifts and nurtured that. But I know around maybe nine years old, I had what I think was, um, you know, a life-changing, some might call it a near-death experience, but I was saved by what I believe to be an earth angel, and that that certainly changed or shifted my perspective immediately. You know, spiritually and otherwise, things started changing for me. How did you handle your intuitive abilities at such a young age and going into your teenage years? Teenage years is a different story. Sure. Yeah. Well, again, I think having the family that I did was very helpful because it was the norm. They coined us the Adams family. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it was a bit different. I grew up in a a household where monthly seances were normal. And a mother who was a minister, my father, my grandmother were mediums. Uh, He did have a normal nine to five, but he he had very strong gifts. So I was easily able to develop it by just being around it. you know, being allowed to be normal in who I was and at a very young age was introduced to different classes and my mother held different circles and healing events, had readers at the house, that type of thing. Teenage years were a little rough because you want to be quote-unquote normal. You want to fit in a little bit more. And I had a lot of intuitive information channeling through me So it was very hard to maintain that power and uh, keep my balance, I guess, structure the teenage brain with that spiritual, that heightened spiritual intensity and vibration, so to speak. So it was a little rough in the teenage years, but things settled down as I got out of high school. And that's when really my training began so that I could balance and heal and that's what led me to helping other people really that's an interesting time for all of us no matter where we are but especially when you have these intuitive gifts or you know they're developing they're awakening within you and you're trying to fit them all in like what is going on and you really don't have anybody to talk to but in your case you did so that made it a beautiful thing for you I'm sure that really helped you advance a lot faster than most people have that opportunity to do. Now, you use your medium abilities and your healing. You do lots of different kinds of healing techniques here at Earth Angels. And tell me, what is it that in your practice seems to affect your clients more? I think it's simpler than than we might think. It's 
What I find is that people often just don't feel they have a space to be themselves. And beyond the Reiki and whatever message I might be able to give them or guidance, it is really a sense of unconditional love. I don't attach to anything that someone might tell me or an experience they're having. And I think we've all been faced in our life with judgment or feeling persecuted or that some of our thoughts or ideas or where we're at is not good enough, we're not far enough, we're not doing what society says we should, and just really having a place to be yourself, say what you need to, know that nothing will be judged, and and help that person move through or evolve past their limits or their mind and tap into what's going on in their soul, their higher self. I think that is the true key. That's powerful because it's it's like just having a support group and having someone who is maybe more aware, you know, almost like having an adult around and you need guidance because they've already been on that part of the path. They can help guide you a little bit further down. And I love to think of it that way because that's kind of what we're doing. We're, we're reaching back and pulling forward and then we're always looking for our guides and those who come in the physical form to assist us to get to the next level. We're going to switch the gears a little bit because I want you to use your intuition, what you feel is going on right now in the world that we live in. In this time that we live in, which is such a crucial time frame, how have you begun to notice the change and shift in consciousness? The awareness whether it is of the darkness that is out there or reaching for the light or more joy. What I notice the most in these past couple of years are that people are more what the kids are calling woke, you know, more awake. And those that perhaps aren't or they don't, they're noticing, they're just feeling something different in the air. That's the only way maybe I could describe it, that when somebody walks in here, even if they're skeptical or they're not sure why they're here, they'll come back and say that the second they walked in, they felt different. They felt peace. They felt sometimes people feel a little bit of a struggle coming in because they start releasing energy or emotions want to come to the surface after talking a little bit or just sitting in the space. But they end up coming back because they they felt a shift. In general, it's this awareness of almost a duality. And I think we're, we're exiting that duality and coming into oneness again. That's beautiful. I love that. The next dimension, definitely fourth dimensional love energy, the oneness starting to realize we're one family. It's clear. It's clear you see the signs all around you. And you're absolutely right about people becoming more aware of the darkness. And sometimes that can be intimidating and scary. And people focus too much on that once they become aware of it. And I always suggest to people to focus on what it is that you want to see in the world. Yes, you do need to be aware that it's out there, but you don't need to focus on it because you only give life to what you give your focus to. We don't want to feed that. Now, using your own spiritual eyes, what do you feel is about to manifest in our world? What I've been continuously hearing is not just an evolution, but a revolution of sorts. 
I didn't know where this came from, but maybe a year ago, this came out of nowhere, (laughs) something foreign to me, the energy of Mars, and it felt sort of (laughs) godlike, came to me so strongly in a meditation. I wasn't asking for it. And, you know, the, the little that I know is perhaps of war or, you know, that kind of sensation or that kind of um, history. And I was told, no, it's not that kind of war, but it is a powerful revolution that's going to happen worldwide. And it is taking this sort of intensity, this sort of abstract, you know, turning on the lights to see what's really going on behind the scenes for true change true as we were talking about oneness to happen so this upheaval had to happen it it reminded me or it does remind me a little bit about the dark ages and then the renaissance whole new technology and advancement spiritually environmentally there's going to be a lot of changes and and speaking of awareness a cognizance and a connection to mother earth i think uh uprising in earth religions and or awareness of honoring the earth and your connection to it. I'm over here freaking out because when you said Mars, oh my goodness, it was November for me, November 7th as a matter of fact, when I had the most intense experience with the Mars energy. It was incredible. And now you are saying that to me. We have to talk. It was incredible because it was an entire week of information flowing from Mars or from spirit about Mars. But it was like both. And just to go into very lightly, what I was shown is that Mars has been so misunderstood and villainized, basically, But Mars is a part of us. The Martian energy, the red energy is our root chakra. And this is where our life force comes from. This is your passion. This is your purpose in life. And when you villainize, it's like your sexual energy. It has been villainized. It has been turned into something that's dark and ugly and something you're supposed to be, you know, feel ashamed about and all that sort of stuff. But this is this is the dark side of this, the lower octave of that energy being misunderstood and manipulated. But now it's time for us to understand Mars and to respect and love our Mars energy once again, because this is where our passion and purpose comes from. So if you don't have that, wherever Mars is in your chart, in your astrology chart, that's where your passion is in life. It was crazy. And I had a near-death experience on November 7th. And it was the actual day that I did the podcast, Who's Going to Plant Your Flowers? Right after I finished that podcast, I almost died, literally. It was the most crazy experience I've ever had. And I knew at that time that I could leave or I could stay. That entire week, that I chose to stay, believe me, I went through something. And it was extremely intense, and it was all about Mars. Ooh, (laughs) man, y'all, I'm telling you, I love it. I love it. So we got to (laughs) talk. Now we're going to definitely, now we're going to close out the podcast. But Ami, I want you to share with us some of your final words and advice. I want to say one more thing about that oneness, if I could. (laughs) 
And, and speaking of Mars, I, I have to make mention, I'm being kind of nudged to, we have a guest coming in. His name is Rainbow Eagle, and he's a Native American teacher, elder. He travels all over the world. And one of the first things he started talking about to the surprise of everyone was cosmic beings and speaking about <laughs> how prophecy from many different traditions, Native American uh, tribes and traditions, that they're making their presence known more and more. So in speaking about Mars and you know just other planetary and Earth influences, there are other beings that we are becoming one with, one with ourselves, one with nature, one with these other beings, other people we're all experiencing, and this sisterhood and uh, you know connection on all levels. So I guess that's where I would start with is that feeling of love, and it isn't meant in a superficial way. Oh, love everyone, and do some ohms and <laughs> send out some love. You know, love can be rough. Love is a verb. It's it's challenging to stay connected in a way that you can love yourself through your own dark periods, through changes and evolution, that you can love other people and not run from it. Boundaries are one thing, but sometimes we have to we have to experience some things. People hold up a mirror and we have to be willing to look at it to come together to make these changes. And maybe the most important message is the time is now. Don't put off something that you've been thinking of doing or allowing yourself to experience till, you know, certain debt is paid. Or I'm not telling you to, you know, <laughs> not, pay your bills. <laughs> not pay your bills or quit your job today. I'm, you know, do your thing. But follow your inner voice. Mm-hmm. And if something is telling you to make a change or go to Florida or <laughs> Bermuda or wherever it is, do it. The time is now. It's precious. Don't don't wait. I'm loving it. Thank you, Ami. Thank you so much. This has been such a blessing. We should do this more often. <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. Thanks for having me. Let's uh, get together more often. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to this episode of Awaken the Goddess. For more information on our guest today, please visit us at awakenthehealing.com. Or follow us on Instagram at Awaken the Healing, on Twitter at Awaken for Life, and on Facebook at Awaken the Healing. Please subscribe to our podcast to receive alerts of new episodes. We look forward to sharing more stories of transformation with you and our next episode of Awaken the Goddess.